Hello and welcome to another episode of the Silent and Sideline Podcast. We are back for the 2022 to 2023 NFL football season with all your betting picks. We're going to give a pick for each game. We're going to give our lock of the week. And then we're going to do a little fun thing at the end where you're going to see one of us do probably a funny forfeit, which we have to agree on at some point in the next, I'd say, week before the game starts. So we'll, we'll do that, but let's see what our hosts have been up to. Austin, what have you been up to recently in the in the sporting world? Uh, you know, just playing some DFS, baseball, golf, uh, Madden, WNBA, NASCAR, you name it. I've been playing it. Sounds like the early pandemic. Some say he has a problem. Nah. Yeah. I did have a little bink, though, during golf at the Masters, which you both yeah. know about. So it's been it's At least been it wasn't good. like mine. Now we need a week. Tears. We need a week one NFL bink. Hey. Hey man, I've been playing a lot of qualifiers. I have twenty entries in the million dollar maker, so maybe, maybe Baker Mayfield could carry me carry me there against his former team. I don't know. Good lord. Hey, I'm banking on it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that eventually, but we're gonna start with a Thursday night game, which, you know, the NFL never fails to set up a great Thursday night matchup. We have the Bills, who are minus two against the Rams. And, you know, it's, it's a solid matchup. The Bills, obviously, overtime rules, got the better of them. Josh Allen didn't get the ball, and, you know, chaos ensued. But they come out against the Rams, who obviously are Super Bowl champions. But Matthew Stafford's throwing elbow is giving the Rams a little bit of a problem, it seems like. We don't know if that's going to hold up throughout the season. It's not great. No, it's definitely not great. Aaron Donald was on the brink of retirement. Almost, you know, looked like almost, I don't know what the word is with the helmets against the Bengals in the, in the training camp, but yikes. I don't, I don't know why nothing happened there. I, I know why. It's because it was a joint practice and the team handled it internally. Yeah, like they're going to suspend it. Quote-unquote. Quote let's just be honest. It was yeah, they're not going to do anything for their best player. Come on now. Who who are we? <laughs> like Exactly. Yeesh, but... I'm actually shocked to see the Bills minus two. You, you think that's because of Stafford's elbow? Like that feels like the only reason because it's in LA. I the Bills are like the like darling of the NFL and of the betting community right now, and that's just translated to the Week One odds. Didn't everyone in NFL Network, I saw that graph. Did everyone picked the Bills as their Super Bowl champion over different NFC opponents? I. I think it's foolish, personally. I I don't see it. I'm taking the Rams plus two and a half here. I think they're the better football team. They're at home. Stafford's elbow could be a problem down the line, but it won't be week one. I mean, you 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 have a point, but I'm I'm going Bills here. Like Josh Allen, I hope they get James Cook involved. I doubt they will. He's thorough on the depth chart. I think Stephon Diggs is going to have a big game against Jalen Ramsey, who wasn't all-worldly last year. Obviously, we would be, you know, humming a different tune if Joe Burrow's offensive line gave him just a second more for Jamar Chase at the end there when Ramsey got absolutely cooked, but... Well, we'll see if he can hang with Stefan Diggs. I know I'm probably underrating Jalen Ramsey a ton right now, but... It is what it is. I'm going Bills. I think they have the better all-around team. I think they have the better all-around coach. That's a hot take, I feel like. That's a very hot take. I, I like Sean McDermott. 
Sean Sean McVay is awesome too, but. So I heard I heard this earlier this week, and I I couldn't really argue with it. What have the Bills proven? They played a close playoff game, and everyone's anointing them like Super Bowl champions. I think it's because Josh Allen is if he, he feels like one of a kind at quarterback with what he could do with his arm and his legs, and just the steps that he's taken throughout his career. He he's he's basically a one of one. Everyone that you look at in the past with that like archetype and like his throwing stats have, have never really panned out. So like but Josh Allen defied the odds, maybe the Bills could defy the odds. I know the AFC is absolutely loaded compared to the NFC, but we'll see we'll see what happens. Which that statement's funny cuz when you look at the Super Bowl odds, 3 of the top 6 are NFC. I know, teams. but it doesn't feel like it. well, obviously cuz the AFC West, which we're going to get to because there's a matchup in their division, week one. They're just going to beat each other up throughout the season. So, obviously that's, that plays yeah. into that. But, Austin, you, you got any takes here on the Bills? Um, I'm going Bills. I think the Rams' um, backfield is to be determined on how that's going to go down. You have Henderson and Akers both coming back from injury. Don't know who's going to be the workhorse there, if there's even going to be a workhorse. Um, like you already said, Josh Allen is just a different breed. Um, they Who did the Bills bring from the, in? Uh, from the Rams. Yeah. Like their defense is going to be even better than it was last Tredavious year. Tredavious White's I mean, back off backfields, the injury as well. Yeah. Their backfield's going to be a little bit of a question mark as well. But they have some pieces that they can go to. They just locked up Dawson Knox for a couple more years. So I think it'll be a good game. I'm thinking Bills win by, like, five maybe. Bills come across country on the road, and they're favored. That's the definition of a trap. (laughs) It very well might be. Yeah, it very well might be. I don't think Tredavious White's back yet. I don't know. Nice on the pup list. Okay, I I got that one wrong. I thought he tore his ACL earlier in the season last year. Wasn't it against the Saints? Or I don't does, does he have two ACL tears in his career? I think he might. Cause I vividly remember him against the Saints tearing his ACL. So yeah, he's not gonna be back yet. But they still have a lot, bunch of leaders: Von Miller, Micah Hyde. Jordan Poyer. They have... So I got a serious question. Are we convinced that Von Miller is still good? I think, I think he so. won't be worth the contract, but he'll be good enough for what the Bills need. Like, like Denver like g- gave him away for nothing, and he looked good next to Aaron Donald, but like a lot of people look good next to Aaron Donald. I mean, I could. Maybe. No, I'm kidding. I can't. <laughs> I mean, their pass rush hey, is good. Maybe I'm wrong, but... It's not like the Bills' pass rushers are bad. I mean, Gregory Rousseau should take another leap after being a first-round pick a couple of years back. But after that, it's... I mean, I'm looking at their depth chart right now. Ed Oliver's a good de-tackle for, you know, rushing the passer, but... My my other thing is, like, everyone's like, oh, Josh Allen's 1-1. Stafford just had the best playoff run in NFL history. You 
got that man out of Detroit and he just exactly. went off. I, <laughs> like, I, I feel like the Rams have them outgunned everywhere, and I just feel like they're not getting the credit they deserve. I think that's a fair point. I just think that – I think Stafford got it out of his system last year, and I think he's going to cool down a little bit this year. I think he's still going to be good. But I don't think we're going to see this year what we saw. Last Josh year. Allen is a one of one, though. Like, I, I he's no, really no. good. I, I'm saying from my standpoint, what I said, like how he developed, he's a one of one. No one does that. Yeah, he's he is the he outlier. is the outlier, which people keep basing current prospects off and comparing to, which is not good. Yeah, it's it's like the new Tyreek Hill. Oh. No, this is mm-hmm. worse. This Everyone, is worse because you're be- you're yeah, not betting it, your whole franchise on a wide receiver. You're betting your whole franchise on a quarterback. I agree. Speaking of betting your whole franchise on a quarterback, let's get into the next game. <laughs> that was it, a really was. it really was. Really, really. <laughs> I, I just caught the layup and just threw it in. We got the 49ers minus seven taking on the Bears, both with second year quarterbacks poised to make a start. One obviously more controversial than the other. We we, we know where that's going. So I'm just going to pose the question. We're just going to throw it out, get it out of the way early. Okay, say Trey Lance doesn't get injured. We're not accounting for injury. Does Jimmy G start a game for the 49ers this year if Trey Lance doesn't get hurt? Yes. I think yes, but it's going to take Trey Lance being absolute dog water. If Trey Lance gets off to a real rough start and he's not passing the ball well, I... That roster is so ready to win now. It, like We're all assuming that Trey Lance takes the lead, but he didn't look good last year when he did play. And if he doesn't play well, I mean, there's a reason Garoppolo is sticking around. They could have yeah. just... I I do think he starts a game this year if that happens. Look, I I can't get on board with it, but that that's because I'm the ultimate believer in Trey Lance. And I guess every North Dakota State quarterback that comes through that semi-pro ready... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think the 49ers make him what is it the highest paid backup in the league if they don't intend on falling back on him if need be. The other side of this, and this is also a very like I don't want to like cast injuries on anyone, but Trey Lance is going to run the ball a lot this year. Yeah, this is just what comes with running the ball. And it could take an, he could twist an ankle, he could get a concussion, like things happen in the NFL. Yeah, Jimmy G's probably the most confident backup out there, but look, if there's one thing I know being an Eagles fan, it's I've lived through somewhat of this scenario. There's there's nothing yeah. worse for a young quarterback's confidence than for having the whole fan base call for his backup. <laughs> like, the 49ers are setting it's up dev- Trey Lance, who they made a mega investment in. Like, that's not even... I feel like that's under-exaggerating. Three firsts, and more picks. Yep. That's a lot to put on a guy and you're not even sold on him yet. At least that's what it looks like. I th- I think this is the perfect storm for him, though, this week one game against the Bears because I think the 49ers could easily run this up and not look back. Oh, the Niners are going to smash the Bears. I mean, we should be debating if the Bears are an NFL franchise or not, not if the 49ers are going to beat them by seven. Like, I think the Bears have the worst record in football this year. I think it's very well possible, which I, which will segue me into, or us into an episode later in the season on if they should keep Justin Fields or not. 
because that's been a lot of the talk. People saying if they get a high pick, they should keep him. People are on both sides of the coin. That'll, that'll be an interesting discussion when we get to that point, but obviously... They're the Bears. They're going to burn that pick on Bijan at, like, four. You think they're going to pick as low as four? <laughs> I mean, I, that's fair. Yeah, they, they might pick higher. And uh, I, I know Will Anderson is a generational pass rusher in his own right, so it'll be hard to pass him up. But we got how many months before that? We're not even week one. I'm already talking about the draft. Yeah. I'm... Let's just, this doesn't need to be a game talked about a lot. Let's be honest. The Niners are going to smash the Bears. And we yeah, have that across it, the it's board. It's a sweep. So. I, don't, I don't think the Bears have a chance anywhere. No. I mean, I, I agree with you. That the... I guess it's worth looking at that Kittle didn't practice today. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. But still, the 49ers have just so much more talent than them. It's Kind of he's ridiculous. just he's just resting up before he catches three touchdowns. It's, Dude, they they needed a receiver for Justin Fields so bad, and they went out and got a guy that played with Juju in college. Yeah, and then they signed Byron Pringle. Isn't he like in jail now? He's hurt. He's hurt. Did he get arrested too? I didn't see him get arrested. I got I got to Google search that one, but. I mean, the 49ers are just set up to run through them. I'll be interested to see what Justin Fields does because he's going to face some more adversity this season. Oh, 100%. Like, he was he was arrested in April. And it was handled. Okay. But anyway, yeah. It's going to be a test for him this season. Like, he's set up to fail. Similar to Josh Rosen, in a sense. Uh, obviously, that isn't working out too well. I don't know what team he's on at this point, but he's on the Browns. I no, think he, he got cut by the Browns. The, oh, he got cut by the Browns. He'll probably end up on their. The Browns, Browns have Kellen Mond now. They claimed him off of waivers. Oh, and they have Josh Dobbs, who has still has me blocked on Twitter. Shout out that guy. Huh. Good old, good old good days. days. Scout. You can't publish scouting reports without adding people. Nope, not not in this day and age. But anyway, let's go to. An interesting new matchup. We have the Patriots versus the Dolphins, and I, I I see you guys have the Dolphins here minus three and a half. And I, I'm gonna switch, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on the bandwagon. New England think, is bad. Yeah, you know I wrote Patriots because I'm like, oh cool, let's gain ground, and then I, now I'm sitting here realizing I'm like, Matt Patricia <laughs> or lose no, I'm like Matt Patricia <laughs> and Joe Judge are co-offensive coordinators. <laughs> it. it and let's be honest, the guy who's really overseeing the offense is probably Belichick, and he's not an offensive coach either. Yeah, but you know who it? Mac Jones. Mac Jones looked the best as a rookie, right? But he is probably the third or fourth best QB in this class at best. I Major regression everywhere. They're not good. You swatted me out of a perfect segue. I was going to say, you know who is an offensive coach? Mike McDaniel, new head coach, looking to make a splash in Miami. He signed every running back under the sun. Obviously, the big one for fantasy and, I guess, NFL perspective as well is the Tyree Kill trade coming over from Kansas City. Make or break for Tua. Obviously, they they wanted to dump Tua. That's why they don't have a first-round pick in next year's draft because they wanted to get rid of him real quick for uh, that Mr. Tom Brady guy. Yeah, that, that it, it did happen. We can't confirm, but yeah. but they're they're of better. Course. You can't argue that. 
and they're at home, it's not going to be fun playing in Miami in September. It's going to be hot. Oh, yeah. There's going to be lots of vomit. Interesting. Interesting. This isn't really a game I have, like, a ton of opinions on either. Just honestly, I want to see how Tua looks with the new revamped weapons on offense. Yeah, I'm buying into the hype. I can't do. I I know Chase Evans was had a groin injury today. I think he'll be good for Sunday though. But they still have added Taron Armstead, yep. Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert, who's probably going to make an impact if he gets on the field. He always does. Yep, Cedric Wilson. A lot, a lot of new toys for Tua. We'll, we'll see how that works out. But see, it's not Tua's last chance though, because how? On Earth, if he does bad, the team does bad. How do you replace him? You can't. You go trade for Jimmy. Oh my G. goodness! <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, like that's the kind of thing that they'll probably end up doing if it doesn't work. I mean, you have to, unless Brady wants to, you know. Yeah. Also, I I know he's probably water under the bridge at this point, but Cam Newton's still out there. Oh God, stop! All right, next game. <laughs> That, 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 that's that's cut it for this one. We have Dolphins across the board. I, I think the Dolphins... I just, I just wanted to get off that topic. I like this game a lot better because it's pitting you two against yeah, each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm just going to say I don't think the Patriots have a shot at the playoffs. It's going to anger a couple people, but I think the Dolphins do. So I don't know if you have any quick thoughts on that before we head into the next game. I think the Dolphins, if Tua takes any kind of leap, should be the favorites in the division. For sure. Okay, that's that's a little far for me. I think they have better personnel everywhere besides quarterback. I'm I'm, I'm thinking around. I mean, safety. They're probably a little weaker on the defensive line. Defensive but... line and safety. I might take the. Uh, it's close at offensive line. Tight end, tight end, give me Buffalo. But. That's fair. Mike Jacecki's the definition of yeah, a Yeah, they have him blocking now, like a George Kittle role, and trust me, I've watched enough Penn State uh, da- blah, blah, Penn State games <laughs> in my day that know that he is not a blocker, he's a receiver. So, yeah. it's not going to go well, but yeah, let's let's get into this next game. Pitting our two teams against each other, Eagles minus four versus the Lions. Austin's probably going to take a back seat, no offense, Austin. I, I, I'm going to oh. take the front seat here quick and get out of the way. <laughs> I'm just going to drive the taxi and let you guys bicker in the back. Um, I, I'm, I'm with Mike on this one. I'm taking the Lions. I think I think it's going to be a good game, but they are going to be fired up. They are looking to make a splash this year. Lots of renovations to the team. I think... Four points is enough. I think Lions win outright, but I think they cover at the very least. Yeah, I like it. I like I this man. I'll talk. I'll talk Lions as well, and then we'll let Frostic have a rebuttal here. The Lions, talking about the hype. The Lions are selling out a game for the first time since 2019. It's standing room only with a couple days to go. That stadium is going to be packed. It's going to be rocking. They're a home dog. Who Home dogs are always nice to bet, especially in a dome. It's not like they're going outside. Now, you, you look at the teams, right? And the Lions' defense wasn't good last year. It's probably not going to be good again this year. It, it could take a step forward 
Aiden Hutchinson's been virtually unblockable in the preseason. Okuda's came along, but I don't want to be too optimistic there. I think the defense is middling. I think the run defense will be good, though, and that's going to be important against Philly because I have no confidence in Jalen Hurts throwing the football yet. He has to prove that to me. Offensively, I think the Lions' offense is a better unit than the Eagles' defense. Elite offensive line. The receiving core is better, but I think the real mismatch comes with Swift out of the backfield against subpar linebackers and probably Hawkinson against the safeties, even though Chauncey Gardner-Johnson could play a big role week one. You can probably speak better to that than me. Overall, I think they cover. I think it's a tough spot for Philly just because I know the crowd's going to be rocking. I don't know if they win. I hope they win, but I think they cover and play a close game. They played close games last year with a horrible talent. Oh, it was so bad. Look, you know, I was semi-out on the Eagles, like, I was still a fan, I was still rooting for them, like, oh, my expectations aren't that high, they made the playoffs, got absolutely blown out by the Bucks in the first week, which was terribly hard to watch, and this man, Howie Roseman, said, hold my beer. He went out and had a legendary offseason. The draft, he, he absolutely just swindled every team they picked up the phone with him. A.J. Brown coming over, signing a big contract, being an alpha wide receiver, you have Jordan Davis. You have Nicobe Dean. I was going to mention Cam Jurgens there. That's why. That's why I paused because he looks like a Jason Kelsey replacement in the future. Nicobe Dean's going to start right out the gate. The medicals were, you know, on and off. James Bradbury. You have Hassan Reddick in free agency. You have Chauncey Gardner Johnson coming over in a, the past couple of days. I mean, the sky's the limit for this Philly team, and I, the confidence from the public has outmatched my confidence in them. They are getting best record bets and Super Bowl bets right now. I'm not ready to do that yet. I, I... Our two teams are two of the like like publicly like loved teams around the league right now, and it's kind of weird. I don't know how to I don't know either, it. but it's a Darius Slay revenge game. I, I do know that. No, no, no. The revenge doesn't happen anymore because Matt Patricia. Ah, that's gone. true. That's true. Well, I, I think the Eagles played the Patriots at some point. Maybe I don't. I don't remember the exact. That brain dead. Fool. I don't remember the exact schedule, oh my but God. yeah, Howie Roseman had an amazing offseason. If Jalen Hurts can throw the football, it's a, it's a that's very it. big if. <laughs> is sky's the limit? They could go as far as they want to. Uh, I don't think out of the way is out of the que- all the ways out of the question. I'm not counting on it because, you know, the Rams are still a thing. The Bucks are still a thing with Brady, even though who knows what's going on over there. But who who knows? I, I'm confident in this Eagles team. And if Jalen Hurts can't throw the football and we're not that good, we have the capital to replace him. So, like, sky's the limit for this Eagles team. Eagles minus four. They're going to be my lock of the week pick. I think they win by at least seven. So, I think that I think they kind of smashed the lines. It's it's partial it's partial bias, partial Howie Roseman just blew away every expectation I had this offseason. Hey, to be fair, the one thing I will say is I don't know if there's two better teams set up for the future than our two teams. Yeah, they're pretty they're set up pretty well. I'm looking I'm looking down the list of uh teams that are playing this weekend and I don't see many ones that would be brighter if the Giants somehow turn around and get a quarterback, maybe the Chiefs 
The obviously. thing is, our teams have so much young talent, and we have draft picks still, like a lot of draft picks. Both I of mean, our teams. I think I could. I think I could throw the Chargers in that argument. That's fair. You have you so have much so much talent on both sides of the ball, and you have Justin Herbert. So like Bengals too. They're up, they should be up there. But anyway, let's get in actually to the Bengals. Wow, I'm just batting a thousand over here with these uh, segues. And this is this is Ralph's team. So we'll let Ralph. We'll let Ralph drive the taxi yet again. Steelers <laughs> versus Bengals. Bengals minus six and a half. I'm alone over here. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. Mike's making a mistake like he always does last season. Starting off on the right foot. But no, Austin, different. talk about the Steelers in, the, in their offseason a little bit because I, I feel like you have some words being a, a pick graduate. Um, yeah, so don't get me wrong. I love, I love Kenny Pickett. I think they could have got him later. I think they could have gotten some assets, trade him back, or even took an O-lineman and then trade it back into the first, whatever the case may be. I'm happy he's with the Steelers. I'm also happy that they're not rushing him into it and they're going with Mitch. I think that was the smartest move that they could have made there. I don't think there's any rush to get him into the action um, and just slowly work him in. Plus, we haven't seen Mitch um, other than preseason. I don't think... Did he he didn't start any games for the Bills, right? He, he was he came just in the backup for in this time. At least one, as far as I can remember. But started. I mean, we didn't get the he didn't get the best showing it with the Bears under Matt Nagy. I mean, he goes to the Bills as a backup. Josh Allen has nothing but praise for him. I'm excited to see what he does this year. We we improved our offensive line a little bit, not a lot, which I wish we would have done more. But I, I think. I think they come out hot, and I think I think they get the win. Um, if they don't get the win, I think they're covering. I think it's going to be a close one, um, but it, it, it's comp, it's division football, so it's going to be a great game. The Steelers and Bengals. It seems like they almost always split every year, so I, I see this one going either way. But I'm having faith in the Steelers, and I'm going to ride with it. Yeah, Mike is riding with them too. Obviously, he has regretted that decision a lot last year at least as far as i can remember every time he placed a bet so i i have a narrative here last year week one what did pittsburgh do you're gonna have to refresh my memory i don't remember they smashed the bills i think that tomlin is just miles better as a coach i think his team's gonna be more prepared I think they have a very good front seven, and I think that the Cincinnati Bengals can't block to save their lives. I still think Cincinnati wins, but I think the game's a lot closer than most people are expecting. Super Bowl hangover from Cincinnati. Just, I, I think that Pittsburgh punches them in the mouth early, and it's a close game. I don't know if they win or not, but I think it's close. I'm, I'm, I want to say one more thing. I think if... The Steelers can hold Jamar Chase under, I want to say, 170 <laughs> yards receiving. <laughs> I think they win. That's an <laughs> high number. I was going to say 200, but I'm like, yeah, I'll go 170. I think if they keep him, because, I mean, he torched them. Didn't he torch no. them in both games last year? He torched them in the year? first one. T. Higgins got him the... the second one. Yeah, so... Either way, I think it's a good game. 170. I mean, I was going to bring up the fact that you also have to hold <laughs> T. Higgins because if Jamar Chase is, like, in that 80 range, T. Higgins is going to be right there with him, or at least close. But, yeah, I'm going to go Bengals. I, 
I, I agree with everything you said about the coaching. Uh, I've talked about Zach Taylor and having Samaj P. Ryan in on the biggest down of the game instead of your all-star <laughs> running back and Joe Mixon. Like, what was that? Uh, He's not you know, good. It, it's, it's evident that he, he isn't, but hopefully he doesn't hold that young, stable talent back too bad. I know they're alienating Jesse Bates probably as we speak, but... Is he playing? I I don't I, I think so. I remember the last I last I checked in. They're having contract disputes. But yeah, he returned. He returned and they're thrilled. There was there's a little echo there. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that, but we'll we'll keep moving on. I have the Bengals. But we're going to go into Browns versus Panthers, which we have a clean sweep for the Panthers across the board. I'm not surprised. Baker Mayfield in his new home, maybe a new progressive commercials on the way. I don't know. But <laughs> against Jacoby Brissett and the Browns, they're only a point and a half favorites. So I, I felt a little low of the line to me. I'm definitely going to be betting this one. So I, I won't tease it too much. This is going to be part of my best bet of the week. Um, I'll get back into it, but I think you'll both like what I got. Yeah, I, I, I took a peek. We, we, we were making rules, and we were going to rule out the same game parlay, but we'll let it slide this time because we didn't tell you. <laughs> but. I think as long as it's not anything cra- I think limit it should be limited to at least three, like no more okay, than three Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll change the rules so you didn't really discuss them. We just kind of got into it. We'll, we have to discuss everything, think of a forfeit and whatnot. But yeah, I'm excited to see Christian McCaffrey fully healthy. DJ Moore with the best quarterback that he's ever had in an Allen Robinson-esque situation. Now he has Matthew Stafford, obviously, but... Defense looked good. Their head coach is awful. I think we could all agree Matt Rule is going to find a new home somewhere back in college football where he excels this offseason, whether that be, you know, I don't know what openings they're going to be. I I threw that one out there a little too quick, but there'll be an opening. He'll take it, and he'll do good, similar to what Chip Kelly's done at UCLA. I know he's not been that good, but it's better than what they've had. And that is obviously for sure, but... Austin, do you have any thoughts on the Brown side of this game? I know being interdivision, and then I don't think we have to rehash the whole controversy of what happened this offseason. I think people have yeah. heard it enough. Nobody's coming back. Nobody's playing a football game again, and I, I just don't think there's any more need to talk about it. So, I mean, the Browns have 11 weeks of Jacoby Brissett. I think they're bye weeks tossed in there somewhere, so probably 10 games with Jacoby Brissett. He's not the worst. He's not the best. I I don't see them... I, I see them at 500 at best with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback, and I, I think the... I think Baker has a fire lit under him because of everything that went down, so I think he's going to do his best to ball out. Look, I wasn't lying when I said I have a couple of Millie Maker lineups with Baker Mayfield as a quarterback and the triple stack with him, McCaffrey, and DJM. Like, I think they're going to come out 
this team is knows that Baker wants to prove a point against the Browns after how they did him. Yeah. I I think except outside of Robbie Anderson with that Instagram comment, I don't know if he'll be all in, but <laughs> we'll see about that. But Mike's Mike died unironically. That's funny enough. But he picked the Panthers minus one and a half. I, I'm sure he shares the same sentiment about Baker. I don't think he's going as wild as I am with the DFS lineups, but I think they're going to be decent. Yeah, I mean when 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 Baker was on the Browns, we had Mike saying that the. Browns were the best team in the NFL, so <laughs> I would have to say that he's singing yeah, that. He's same not singing team. that same team with the Panthers. Well, not the not the Panthers, but the, the Baker backing. I I, I could see yeah, it. De- I I could definitely see it as well, and uh, that's why we all went Panthers. I I don't think Mike needs to elaborate too much. It's the it's the whole revenge narrative, and obviously, I think outside of Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward and Mari Cooper, I think they're generally the better team on defense and offense as well so for sure yeah so let's roll right into colts versus texans and hopefully mike's mike recharges for this one because we'll we'll talk about the colts minus seven first over the texans because we both have the colts but we we both have the colts and this is also my lock well then you get you can start us off here i mean i think i mean Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. If he shows any signs of Matty Ice, they could be they could be a dominant team, especially with JT back there. Um, they got Michael Pittman. They got um, they got a lot of talent. They got a great offensive line. I think they make absolute mincemeat of the Texans. Um, it. I, I don't think it's close. I think seven points was a very conservative number. I think they win by two touchdowns. Yeah. I'm kind of on the same board as you. Like I, I like the Texans. I I don't think the Colts have gotten much better this off season. Like they could they could have put a they could have put a statement mark on this division. Like with the other teams in it, with Jacksonville, Tennessee's gotten worse. Who just suffered a devastating injury to Harold Landry. Like they're not looking good. Obviously, the Texans aren't looking good. The Jaguars are who knows after the disaster last season was with Urban Meyer and his everything. But I think the Colts have potential to win. Well, I think they're going to win the division, but they could have gone further if they just added some more pieces. I didn't like the Rocky Sin trade for Yannick Ngakwe to Vegas. I almost said Oakland, but to Vegas. I, I think he was a good and up and developing corner. He got better every year. And Yannick Ngakwe is kind of... Kind of near the end of his career. I know they have DeForest Buckner and Shaquille Leonard. We're, we're going to have to get used to that one a little bit, but we will. And uh, it's just tough. But here it's easy over the Texans. But it's it's just tough. I wish they would have done more with their offseason. Um, so I, I come back and I have to break the news that I have the Texans. Yeah. Yep. So, um got to be different somewhere. I just think the Colts suck. I think Matt Ryan's washed and good teams get got every single year at some point. That's fair. And why couldn't it be a division game? So I'll take the points. Look, if this I was Colts it. minus 7 versus Jaguars in Jacksonville, I'd be easy jack just like last year in week 18 how they choked that playoff spot away. But yeah, it's I don't know. I think the future for the Texans is brighter than the Colts. I'll say that. 
They have all those picks. I, I thought that was more of a hot take till I realized they traded Deshaun Watson and got three first-round picks. Yeah, their draft capital the is really good. My, my thing makes make splashes, except in the draft. Like, do you really see the Colts just pulling away from a lot of teams this year? Because no, I no, but this is the Texans. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't expect them to be a high-scoring offense. I know Damian Pierce is probably in round three while we're speaking right now, but goodness gracious, that deserves a pot of its own. Uh... I have a semi-hot take take that I don't know if I should let out right now. you said it. You already started it. I think Davis Mills might be a better quarterback than Matt Ryan at this point. I think it's it's close. I love Davis Mills. I I think it's very good. I, I think you're not wrong. I just think the pieces on the Colts are better. You have JT that could just, you know, take over a whole game. Shaquille Leonard, DeForest Buckner, as I mentioned. Like, they just have better pieces. Like, there's no one on the Texans defense that can make that statement and just win you a football game like those two can. So, I don't disagree, but... I'm not. I'm more so saying I don't think that the Colts are going to run away, and I think it covers. Not, okay. Okay. If I it's twenty-one seventeen, I mean it's a cover. Yeah, I, I got you. I, I see what you're throwing down. Good Great team's win, cover. That's team's right. Cover. So, like, <laughs> it's not like it's not like a. I, I don't think the Texans are making any playoff pushes this year. I just don't know how good the Colts are. Yeah, I. I feel that it's just. I feel like the Colts are the best team in the division by default until Jacksonville could show us something or Tennessee just proves that losing AJ Brown doesn't hurt them as bad as the rest of as all of us thinks it does. But Well Ryan Tannehill is a bad quarterback, so I will not be backing him at all this year. I might have to hold you. Man, I'm just that. glad my division is not the worst in football. Please do. Wait, like it was. But yeah, I mean now it's That's my fair. turn for defense. So yeah, I, I think this next game might be my favorite game on the slate. Well, I mean, you could start us off with the Saints minus 5.5 versus the Falcons. Um, I, I think this is a really interesting matchup. We get Jameis with the Saints versus Mariota back as a starter with the Falcons. Jesus. Um, they both had a starting gig, fell to a backup, and now they both find themselves back into a starting gig. The Falcons made some moves, some key a key acquisition with Drake London. They still have Kyle Pitts, who's an animal. Mariota looked good in the in the instances that the Raiders brought him in. Um, I'm I'm rocking with the Falcons. I don't know if they win this game, but I think it's a, I think it's a close a close one that they cover at least. All right, well, I'll get my stuff in, and then I'll let Prostick defend himself. Um, this kind of just piggybacks off the last game for me. I think Matt Ryan's washed. I think <laughs> I think Atlanta's upgrading at quarterback. They were, what, a seven-win team last year? Very quietly. They have one of the best secondaries in football, quietly, as well. Um, Drake London, if he does anything... He's an upgrade over what they had at wide receiver last year. Kyle Pitts takes a year two leap. I think losing Sean Payton is a massive, massive blow to that team. So I'll take the Falcons. 
look, I'm, I'm kind of happy that y'all are taking the Falcons because it only means good things for my Eagles. But I don't know. I don't know how I came up on the Saints again. I mean, maybe it was the combination of me thinking Michael Thomas is going to get back to his old self, and then maybe the talent on the Saints defense will prevail and you know win random games like they always do. But that was with Sean Payton head coach. They have Dennis Allen now, and Dennis Allen kind of stinks. Like. I don't want to beat around the bush. Like he, he hasn't had a good NFL yep. tenure anywhere. I mean, Sh- Sean Payton didn't want to coach there. He obviously wanted to coach in Miami. We'll, we could say that, but it's just I think the Saints have a little more talent. The Falcons, with also a new head coach, I believe Arthur Smith is new, right? Second year. Second year. Like, someone said he was new on one of the shows I watched. I was really confused, but. So, I mean, they have the advantage of the year two coach then, so I guess that throws my point out the window that they're both even on that on that front. But I feel like Jameis is the better quarterback in the game and the Jameis-Mariota game. We argued about Jameis and Mariota how many years ago when they were college prospects? Oh, man. How far we have fallen to get to this point. Just to think we were both wrong. <laughs> yep, and then we would have been both wrong if we dueled on Wentz and Goff after that. And then, yeah brutal but i i think the saints just get it done they, they're they're just a team that finds the way to get it done and we'll see in the first week if that was the saints the organization the saints the team or sean payton the coach or should i or should i say kevin james can i, can I say kevin james yeah you can say kevin i james. i haven't no, seen no, that no. movie yet i don't plan on it but well we'll, we'll see either. All right, next up we got the Ravens versus the Jets. Ravens are minus seven, and... Uh, this is an easy one. Yeah, I don't Yeah, we don't. The Jets are in absolute turmoil. My bet of the week is actually for the Jets, though. Shout out, Jets. But, man, Joe Flacco revenge game? I mean, that's that's about it. Ravens, Ravens are a washed. better team. We'll see if the Lamar contract negotiations get to him at all. I don't think they will. He said his deadline is Friday for contract negotiations and if they don't get done yeah the ravens are gonna be broke (laughs) yeah um i I do have a one little piece that i want to put on this and it relates to Brees hall um probably you might be interested in this for sure um so I, i was scrolling through tiktok the other day and i stumbled across this fantasy football page and this guy brought an interesting stat to my attention and week one has a very determining factor when it comes to fantasy implications with running backs. He he found out that since 1999, I believe, if a running back has less than 13 carries in week one, they have around a 13% chance to reach 1,000 yards or 10 touchdowns. And... If they do have more than thirteen uh, uh, rushing attempts, then it's like it goes all the way up to like fifty-five or sixty percent chance. That's bad news for Brees Hall in week one. So definitely keep an eye out on that. It's not, it's not set in stone that he couldn't. Like there have been people that have broke that mold, but it, it definitely brought brought it to my attention, and I think it's an interesting. Did you say thirteen carries at. or thirteen touches? Thir- all right, well, I know who breaks that mold. <laughs> who breaks that mold? My one of my favorite players, 
So obviously I don't need to say who it is, but it's Jonathan Taylor. He only had nine carries. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not set in stone, but it just the percentages, I, it's definitely not something to bat an eye at. Well, let's be honest. He's going to have less than 13 carries in this game because the Ravens are going to be up like 30 nothing in the nah, third quarter. Yeah. And they aren't going to nah, be He's going to get ball. those garbage time touches to get over 13. I mean, I, I've seen fantasy Twitter say about benching him week one, and it's about the long-term investment, which I don't totally disagree with. Like, I know... Pe- yeah, I mean, he's not a good fantasy play week one. Yeah. No. I think it takes him a couple weeks until... Because, I mean, they're still working with Michael Carter. We haven't seen what, how they're going to split that up. I mean, me and Prostig are on different sides of this. I just think the Jets are horrible, and anything they have is bad. I want yeah. no part of Jets. He yeah, likes every no, jet. I don't like every jet. <laughs> Who don't I'm you like? I'm not really big on Garrett Wilson. Okay, so that's the one. And the t- and whoever they have playing tight end. Uh, is it Tyler Croft still or is it Uzama that's starting? I think it's Uzama. I think I it's Uzama. No they paid no, him enough Elijah money. Moore is excellent. Brees Hall was excellent coming out of college. Zach Wilson, I'm I'm cooling a little bit on, but I'm still I'm still in on. So yeah, I'm I'm in on the Jets. I hope I hope hope Robert Saul can figure that out. This is just... Well, he has to, he has to rock with Joe Flacco for four nah, weeks. Mike, so Mike White's going to see it this season. Goes. Just like <laughs> last year, but... The whole the whole Mike White-Joe Flacco thing is going to lead into my bet of the week, so we'll get into that later, but we have another sweep coming up here. We have the yes. Jaguars versus the Commanders. Every single one of us is taking the points with the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's their year. I hope. Yeah, i I think that I think they're a sneaky division winner. I bet them to win the division on March twenty second of this year. Obviously, that parlay's gone to dust because I thought Brady was retiring. But hey, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> jokes yeah. on you. Yeah, jokes He's on back. me. But did his best Brett Favre impression. Oh, you could criticize. You can criticize the Jaguars all you want. At least they tried to add talent. I know Christian Kirk was the absolute yeah. meme contract of the offseason among everybody that are like, wow, he just caused Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill to be traded. Well, let's be honest. This comes down to one thing. If Trevor Lawrence takes the year two leap, they're good. If he doesn't, they're probably horrible again and looking at the quarterback market in the offseason. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to be horrible. I, the, the flashes were there. I feel like I I know we we love giving rookies passes for being rookies, but this man had the most scandalous coach we've ever seen in our lifetimes. <laughs> what a that trip. was I don't think that was real. Hey, I, I'm I agree. I I think Lawrence is going to have a phenomenal And we year. have seen Doug Peterson win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Like, and that was Nick Foles. And we've seen him, Carson Wentz would have been the MVP if he would have played all seven or 16 games. So we've seen Doug Peterson elevate quarterback talent, and they've brought in Evan Ingram. They've brought in Zay Jones. They still have Marvin Jones. James Robinson's coming back from the Achilles. Who knows how effective he's going to be. We have Travis Etienne as well coming back from his foot injury. Which is the biggest piece because that's probably going to be Lawrence's safety blanket. That's the one guy he's going to trust yeah, more than Yeah, over anyone. 50 receiving yards week one against the Commanders, plus 400. I am. I got to go find some uh, 
money in the piggy bank because I'm betting this. I'm betting the house on that one. But yep. Hey, I just I believe that Lawrence is generational. I know he had a bad first year. I'm not willing to give up on him because I of mean, that. Urban Meyer was just uh, gosh. Every they went from having the worst coach to a pretty good coach. Yeah, shout out Doug Peterson for what he did for my team, but I mean, yeah, he fell on the sword. He for really you guys. did, but it's just I I wish I wish the GM I had a little more faith in not not the contracts he gave out, not the players that he brought in, but just like the GM doesn't rub me the right way for the Jags. Trent Baalke is just I not it. I can't imagine he's there much longer. I hope. I hope they bring in someone confident. Shout out Byron Leftwich for standing uh, in your beliefs and not taking the job because you didn't want to work with that GM. Yep. Because you knew he was going to sabotage you because he's not that good. But, yep. I mean, you, you look at it. He had the NFL fold. We could talk about the draft real quick. Trayvon Walker was like a plus 700, 800 guy coming in, in the, like two or three weeks of the draft and everyone printed because they knew this guy had a mold and Trayvon Walker fit the mold. Obviously, I'm rooting for Trayvon Walker. I have nothing against him as a talent or as a player, but gosh, Trent Baalke, you do have a type. Uh, that's enough for me monologuing over here. <laughs> J- Jags take the points. We're going to get into Packers-Vikings, which is basically a pick em. Uh Austin, you could you could start because you picked the Packers, I, I want to hear your reasonings. I'm I'm really interested. Um, yeah. So for me, it's as simple as this: Aaron Rodgers owns that division. Aaron Rodgers is going to do Aaron Rodgers things. It's the Vikings. They have Justin Jefferson. He, he'll probably go for 130 yards. Well, I, 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 I have a slip in on that. So yeah. Um, but Packers have. Two-headed beast coming out of the backfield. Lizard man's gonna. Is he gonna play? Is have he gonna to play? do something. If he that's, if he plays, a, he's gonna have to do something. Worry. Otherwise, otherwise, we're seeing Week One Samuel. Yeah, there, there is that. I mean, <laughs> so I I think it's just it comes down to quarterback play in this one for me. And Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I disagree, but I can't argue with that too much. I just want to know how he's going to do without his main man, Devontae Adams, and maybe Alan Lazard as well. Like, if he's, he's strutting out there with Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, I don't know if my, I have that much faith in him. This, this man, Rob Wood, called a two-headed monster out of the backfield because he owns them both <laughs> in fantasy, and he's starting both of them. He, he's playing me, so they're scoring twice apiece, so maybe he is right. <laughs> I think the Packers are a bad team, and I think they finished third in the NFC North. I, I, that's a real possibility. And then Aaron Rodgers plays for blank next season. Yeah, you you know how everyone kept talking about Tom Brady falling off a cliff. Yeah, I think that's this year for Rodgers. So you think he's hosting Jeopardy next year? That's what you're telling me. I would. Would you be surprised? Jeopardy is a handsome payout. They they go they go six and eleven. He gets beat up. They're not really in a position to add the receivers that he wants. He's unhappy and he can't 
force a trade. Aaron so Rodgers retires. Yes, it's Susan. Jordan Love wins the MVP the following year. That's uh, that's, that happens. Well, that's not going to happen. But we'll, we'll see what happens with Jordan Love. They're they're obviously keeping there for a reason. They they know. They know deep down. I also don't know if anyone wants him at this point. Has he ever put anything good on tape in the NFL? Gosh. Ah. Uh, no. Maybe. Yeah. It's I'm not trying good. to think of the games he's played. He played the preseason. He played that one game against the Chiefs where I I believe Rodgers had COVID. He didn't. He. he yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't bad. do good in that game. I mean, preseason. He he didn't put the best stuff on tape. I saw some positive tweets about him, but the stats weren't that great. Especially against, you know, backups. That pick is going to go down as the worst pick I think we might see in our lifetimes. And it has nothing to do with Jordan Love at all. That draft was like the end. I mean, who takes fullbacks in the third round? I don't know how he didn't get the boot after that. I mean, we we were saying the same thing with Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz. So, like, give it time, maybe. We'll see. But I think I'm in the Vikings. You're in the Vikings, Mike. I I just think Justin Jefferson's going to have a huge game, huge season. Dalvin Cook's going to do what he does. We'll see if Irv Smith plays. We'll see how effective he is. But, you know, Adam Thielen always scores touchdowns somehow. He's always due for the regression, but he's still going to somehow mess it up here, but going to score two touchdowns. Analytics people don't like to acknowledge the fact that, like, maybe he's just good at finding openings. He's getting old. <laughs> he, he is. But, like, his, his quarterback trusts him, and he knows how to create openings and find openings. I mean, they have KJ Osborne there he, too. Who's okay? He's looked, he's looked better, but yeah, I agree. And then they also have Jalen Rager, and we can just get on to the next game with that one. Yeah, yeah, that's time to move on. Are you scratching your microphone or something? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't You're going to make my life a pain in post-production. That. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thanks for that. But anyway. Uh, Lead us off, Ryan. T- t- yeah, tee it off. i, I got to take my mind off of post-production. Uh, Giants versus Titans, minus five and a half. Uh, I went the Titans here. Um, I'm just going to bank on Derrick Henry being Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill going 11 for 15 for, like, 250 yards and a rushing touchdown and just hope for the best. I mean, I I just think the Giants aren't that good either. I mean, Brian Dable is a new head coach. Obviously, this offseason was good for them, but goodness gracious, they're the Giants. Giants walk into the year healthy. Saquon has no injury problems. Yeah, but will Kenny Galladay block for him? Kenny Galladay's... I don't know how much Kenny Galladay plays. I'm going to be honest. I don't see him being a part of this team past, like, week four. He yeah. is bad. He is a... Galladay. Um. So, yeah, I I like the Giants. Just, I think... I don't even think they're a better team. I just... 
I don't trust Tennessee. I probably should be on Tennessee, but I'm not. I don't really have a strong lean either way on this game. I'm, all I'm going to say, I got like two things. Saquon Barkley, he's healthy, like Mike said. He's coming back. And I think this is an instance of good teams win, great teams cover. And I think that's what it boils down to. I think the Giants cover. I don't even think they win. I think it comes down to like a field goal and they cover. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, it's just, this game's going to be going to be one of the rough ones where I just watch when it comes on red zone. Like I'm not going to be clicking over to this game <laughs> compared to Raiders, Chargers, or Chiefs, Cardinals, which are both going to be insanely competitive, good games, I think at least. Um, I want to get it on the record. I want us to make some predictions here. With without injury in play, over under week seven that we see Malik Willis start. Over. It's an easy over. They they criticized him for not throwing the ball in the preseason, and Mike Vrabel was really hard on him. So I don't think he's ready. So, I mean that's fair. But I don't see. I'll, I don't think he sees the field this no. year. Next year, though, I could, I could see it. I, I, I'm also going to take the over on this. I think we could see him if the Titans are out of playoff contention, and it's week 14, 15, 16, somewhere in that range, and they just get him a little bit of exposure, let him start a game or two. I mean, I mean, yeah, maybe the AFC is going to be kind of garbage that they might be in contention all the way to the end that's that, that's i don't fair see point. this division being any world beaters and going out there and posting 11 12 13 wins like i just don't see it so maybe 10 maybe it's just rough to see but yeah we're, we're gonna move into a more interesting game i think in the raiders versus chargers one of the highly anticipated afc west battles you get to see two afc west teams clash for the first time this season obviously that division's being propped up as the best division in football as they were just basically spending and trading and drafting like lebron was their gm like it was it was an absolute nuts off season they brought in Devontae adams i I talked about rocky sin a little earlier at corner and they have Derek carr who i think is consistently underrated I know Darren Waller hasn't played most of the preseason. He's kind of looking for a new deal. But I've heard rumors that it's in place. I've heard rumors that it's not. So I'm not going to speculate too much on that. The defense is... It's the defense. But saying all that, I'm going to go Chargers minus four. I just think they are severely, you know, uh, immensely, immensely is the word I'm looking for. Immensely talented football team with one of the best quarterbacks in the league at the helm. And they just got better this offseason. There's no other way to to cut the cookie on, honestly. They got Khalil Mack. They spent up on J.C. Jackson. Derwin James is finally healthy, I hope. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm excited to watch this one. I'll definitely be tuning in. Well, J.C. Jackson's well, out. Well, that's news to my ears. He had surgery you could tell I'm a fantasy ago. player. He's out two to four weeks. I have real questions if Khalil Mack's still a good player. That might be a little bit hot takey, but I don't know if he's good. 
He's going to have to be good with Joey Bosa across from I was gonna say, I guess, I guess it could be similar to how I like the Von Miller thing last year, where like when you play next to great players, like it makes your job easier. So I could see that. Um, I'm gonna take the Raiders just because they find ways to win ugly and they just find ways to stay around in games they have no business staying around in. I think the best player on the field is on the Raiders. That feels a little. Hot takey. Yeah, they said... Really? I don't know. You don't think Devontae Adams is the best player on the field? I mean, yeah. JC Jackson's also a game-time decision, by the way. Uh, the de- is he? Also, you brought up the Khalil Mack acquisition. Like, we're not going to give love to the Chandler Jones That's acquisition? That's better. I... Chandler Jones and Max Crosby might be a better duo than Bosa and Mack That's at true. this point. I mean... It's it's tough to argue that. I'm looking and looking at that Chargers O line. They're gonna have. I mean, we'll see how Zion Johnson does and, in his first start. Hey, as a Lions fan, I have to say this too: the Chargers just find ways to not be what they're yeah, supposed to be. I mean, shout yeah, out Brandon Staley. They're like the AFC Lions. They're like yeah, the they AFC Lions. One of the best quarterbacks in the league, and yeah. Who's never won? He hasn't won anything yet. I mean, he had a damn good supporting cast last year and couldn't make the playoffs. That's because Brandon Staley blew it for him. <laughs> that, he's still yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Like, I'll just believe it when I see it with the Chargers. It's very similar to the Lions. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at it. I, I did forget that they brought in Chandler jo- or yeah, Chandler Jones. I kind of overlooked that one a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this short and sweet for me. Chargers, bolt up, Chargers to the Super Bowl. You know, I placed a bet on them to the Super Bowl a week before Week 18. I thought they could have done it. Didn't work out. And then they had that. And then they had that guy. At least I had a Bengals future to root for him. Uh, meet my demise with so. All is well that ends well, but yeah, I mean, Chandler Jones out there, the game is in L.A. I don't know how much of a difference that makes. <laughs> I think the Raiders might have a bigger crowd. That's bad <laughs> for the Chargers. That's bad for the Chargers. That is a home, yeah, game, is a for home the game for the Raiders. I mean, I want to see what the Raiders do with their backfield. We, we know Austin Eckler is going to be out there for the Chargers. What kind of combination of Zamir White, Josh Jacobs... Are they going to have out there, like... I don't appreciate you calling him Zamir. Call him his real name, Zeus. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think the Chargers are going to win this one. Maybe it's a little too much faith in Brandon Staley over... Actually, never mind. Josh McDaniels coaching on the other side. Char- Chargers in four. Hey, man. Only one of these coaches has won a playoff game with Tim Tebow, quarterback. Yeah, and guess what? <laughs> For the next game, only one of these players has been known to participate in every Call of Duty double XP weekend. Hey, that is <laughs> think of that. Sir. We got the Chiefs versus the Cardinals. Chiefs are minus six. Uh, Austin, start us off here because you are going with uh, it not being a double XP weekend. And 
Kyler, Kyler Murray not owning a PS5 because the beta is the week after for Xbox. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I like what the Cardinals have been doing in the preseason, letting Kyler call some plays. I think it's going to give him a fresh <laughs> perspective. I think that was so um, funny. It, it definitely was. It was very entertaining. Uh, but I do, I do think that helps him out, and I think that gives him a, a fresh perspective on things and helps him improve. He gets Marquise Brown. It, they were a duo in college. I I think they ball out. I don't know if they win, but it's going to depend on how the Chiefs bounce back from losing Tyreek. But I'm not counting the Cardinals out. I think they cover with a slim shot. At you know, Kyler's a bad football You know, player. I just disagree with you because I think Cliff Kingsbury is quite – in fact, the most overrated head coach in the league. I don't think it's... And I think Kyler Murray's the most overrated Well, if you put our two opinions league. together, they'll be drafted in the top 15 next year, so... I think they are, and they're both gone. Well, actually, I don't know if Kyler's... I don't, th- I don't, I don't, I don't think you could get him out of there with that contract. Cliff Kingsbury's going to be an easy <laughs> replacement, yeah. but, like... It just feels like this Cardinals team is kind of stuck in the mud. I know they traded it first for Hollywood. We uh, Austin said that, but... What other moves did they really make on defense? They lost their best defensive player. That's the I, I, I don't know if they lost their best defensive player, but I, I think I I think I show maybe Buda Baker a little too much love, even though we got caught by DK, but Okay. Let me let me re let me rephrase this. They they lost their most important yeah, defensive player. Yeah, I can't argue that one. I mean Did they even replace him with anyone in the draft they have jj watt how effective is jj watt gonna be this year like honestly he isn't he's done like the rest I of hate, that team. i hate that fact he's such a cool dude Let, let's see who they have rushing the passer all right we have jj watt obviously we have zach allen out of boston college if i believe okay. i'm correct who has four career sacks we have right. Marcus Golden. I accidentally, I accidentally okay. clicked on Xavier Collins. I was about to say, how does Marcus Golden not have a career sack? I remember him getting a couple with the Giants. He's 11 career sacks, and he's 31 years old. And then yep. we have, at uh, weak outside linebacker, we have Dennis Gardeck, who I am unfamiliar with. He is a, tw- he is a 28-year-old out of CX Falls. If, uh, I, I think the X is silent. Yeah, the extra silent. He has zero career sacks. So right. yeah. So they have no pass rush, and they're playing Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted to say this too because I just thought I should say this. Patrick Mahomes is the most disrespected quarterback in the How'd entire NFL. The fact that people are just like dis like yep, the Chiefs aren't going to do anything. They don't have Tyreek Hill. Like they don't have the most dominant quarterback in the last fifteen years on their team. How did we get? How did we fall that like, far? I I will be betting the Chiefs every single week until they get respect because and they are going back to the Super Bowl. Just, just say that. Look too. up the graph of them with Tyreek Hill in the field and them without Tyreek Hill in the field with Patrick Mahomes stats. I think they're better. They're at least the same. I can't remember them off the. T- you know. You know what this could remind me of. Matthew Stafford became a better quarterback when Calvin Johnson left. 
I mean, Patrick Mahomes said, hey, sorry, fantasy football players. These guys are going to have di- big weeks and different weeks. Good luck. Like, <laughs> It's just going to be whoever is open, and he's not going to be forcing it to Tyreek Hill. He's not going to – it's – I, I think Juju has a monstrous bounce back season. He finally got out of that shithole that is Pittsburgh. Huh. Sorry, route. That, no, you're, that quarterback haven't. play was horrible. He hasn't had a good quarterback throwing him the ball in four years, probably. His rookie year, I think, was his best year. Second year, I think, uh, was his yeah. like 115 for like 1600 and like 15 yeah. scores. He. I mean, the one year he had two like ninety-eight yard touchdowns. So, and, and let's and let's be honest, like even good Big Ben is a massive downgrade from Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, he's not the number one option. That's still going to be Kelsey. I, I think they'll be just fine if Sky Moore figures it out or Scantling or Hardman, somebody. Figure it out. They just need somebody to be able to run deep. I think it'll be Sky Moore once in a while. But yeah, I, I I think the Chiefs so, are fine. People have overstated the ever living crap out of Tyreek Hill. Uh, don't get me wrong, Tyreek Hill's a great, he's, he's, he's a good player. player, even a great player if you want to go that far. But Patrick Mahomes is also a world class athlete at the quarterback position, and that has been forgotten. Maybe it's the fantasy community a little bit not wanting to draft him as high because he doesn't have the weapons he has around. You know. Josh Allen still having digs, or Lamar with the wheels, or even Kyler with the weapons and the wheels. Like, maybe it's the fantasy community because like Patrick Mahomes is still amazing, and like nothing really changed. Like, I I know people are massively overstating the payday that he got. That why Tyree Kill left. They could have figured it out. Patrick Mahomes is one of the most team friendly contracts in the league. Don't let the the dollar sign uh, defer you from that. Yep. I I think that's all we need to cover there. Let's let's get into Bucks versus Cowboys and I'm going Bucks. It's not it's it's not cuz I'm an Eagles fan and anti Cowboys. I, I think Tom Brady after all the offseason talk is going to want want to come out and put up a statement in Dallas. Chris Godwin might play. I mean, it's looking good from at least what I've heard. He's got Mike Evans. Plus there's re- plus there's reports out that Julio's looking like Julio's looking like old Julio. Wrap it up and we're we're done. We're we're yeah. It's not close. We're done here. It's not close. I don't believe that either. But I believe Chris Goblin, Russell Gage, who looked productive in Atlanta with you know Matt Ryan, and then Mike Evans, who has been Mister Consistent, plus Leonard Fournette and Rashad White in the backfield. I think that is enough with Kyle Rudolph and Cam Brake kind of giving you what like thirty, forty, maybe fifty percent of what Gronk did. I just think it's enough for the Bucks to come out. Their defense are, is still good. So, I like their defense. The offense is a big question mark for me, which is very weird to say with a Tom Brady-led offense, but that offensive line is going to be real-life bad. Yeah, I mean, they did lose a lot of pieces in the preseason. They lost, what, four of their offensive linemen yeah, from last they year? they lost a couple more to injury. Yeah, like all they have is Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, true. And he's damn good, but that's only one. I mean, <laughs> and Brady in the past has historically struggled when he's under pressure. You say the same for Dak, who he only has one left too. Like Tyrone, Tyrone Smith, or yeah, Dak can move though, and he's not forty six. 
I mean, you have a point. 44, 45? 45. Um, I just, I, I don't know. Even, like, having the Cowboys, I still feel like I want to switch to Tampa. Look, you could do, you, you could do right But now. Brady took a couple weeks off, which is weird when he took that time yeah, off. Yeah, Mass Singer, Mass bro. Singer, bro. <laughs> on, but, man. like, like I heard, I think, it, I think it was Gronk said it on, like, the UFC show. He was like, yeah, if you're not all in in football, like, you're all out. And, like, I'm not convinced that Brady's all in right now. I He contemplated retirement for the first time. I... I don't know. I have weird vibes around Tampa. There hasn't really been much positive coming out of Tampa. It's all doom and gloom and injuries. and I, I don't know. I, I just don't know what to expect out of Tampa. Yeah. So I didn't want to pick them. I will, I will say this. If the spread was like six and a half in favor of the Bucks, I'd probably go Cowboys. But I think this spread is small enough that I feel confident taking the Bucks. That's fair. Like, like I said, I, I still kind of want to switch my pick as is, but I'm not going to. Got to be different. That's where you make up ground or lose. Look, it. I get one opportunity to absolutely slander Jerry Jones's GM, GM ability, and it's right here in week one. I'm I'm, well, I'm obviously going to take that. that run with it. How do you get less draft compensation for Amari Cooper – than Howie Roseman did for Jalen Rager. Excuse me? <laughs> like, Amari Cooper's still a great football player. Like, he's not bad. I know we talked about how the Cowboys had a surplus of wide receivers, and guess what? Jerry Jones snapped his fingers. It's gone. Michael Gallup doesn't come back to, like, week six, week seven, week eight, maybe. And C.D. Lamb's the only one there with Jalen Tolbert, who... I don't know if Jalen Tilbury is going to be NFL ready week one. He was pretty raw coming out of, oh gosh, I'm going to butcher the college. I I think it was South Alabama. I want to say South Alabama. It was one of the smaller schools down south. I, I know that. But, I mean, did the Cowboys really get better this offseason? They fumbled every opportunity they had at getting better. Obviously, Micah Parsons absolutely knocked it out of the park with that pick. He's an all-world defender, however you may take on his uh, personal life, that is up to you. But, yeah, I mean, they got worse. Tyler Smith's pretty pretty raw coming on the offensive line. He's going to have to take big snaps at left tackle to start the season on Dak's blind side. Zeke is basically cooked, I, I think. I mean, not as much as others think. I'm kind of in the middle ground on that one, but they're going to lean on him, and I don't like that when Tony Pollard's there as well. I just, I just don't like what the Cowboys did with their offseason. Like, it was so bad. They didn't get better anywhere. You could look at their depth chart. What spot did they improve? I, I don't think you could really name one. Unless you count Micah Parsons moving positions, but, like, it feels like a reach. I don't know if you guys share the same uh, narrative as me that the Cowboys just absolutely butchered the off season. Um, I I don't think the Cowboys are very good. I, I I think Zeke's getting butchered quite a bit for tearing his meniscus and playing through it. 
he was pretty effective like weeks like two through like ten last year, and then he got hurt. Um, but the offensive line's bad. Remember that one was so, a staple. I don't like. I don't like the Cowboys at all this year. I think Dak's good in fantasy though because I think he's going to be throwing and running around, and it's that's going to be the case a lot. But I mean, you look at this team and like they lost. So much ground to the Eagles this offseason. I mean, the Randy Gregory stuff was horrible. Yeah. Letting him go to Denver like that. I mean, now you're replacing him with Dorrance Armstrong out of Kansas, who has five career sacks in his first, I don't know how many seasons. I think two or three. I mean, Micah Parsons is going to kind of fill that role a little bit, too. And, like... He's one of the best defensive players. He football, is, so. I, I want to say, one of the saving graces of this defense. I mean, you look at Demarcus Lawrence, obviously he's above average as a defender. Trayvon Diggs, when he's not trying to intercept every pass, uh, obviously I'd... They have some playmakers. Like, I'd say all three of those guys are above average and you have Leighton Van Der Esch, who struggled to stay healthy. Anthony Barr, kind of been lackluster the past couple seasons. Same boat. I'm surprised to not see uh, Sean Lee on the depth chart, to be quite honest with you, <laughs> somewhere down here. His head is mashed potatoes. He, needs he, to did, he did, he did, he did, he did. We're good, we're good. I'm okay. glad he retired for his health, obviously. But yeah, nothing really... Insp- he was a hell of a He really was player. a tough football player, but like nothing inspires me on this Dallas depth chart out of, outside of C.V. Lamb, the playmakers on defense. I mean, Dalton Schultz is going to have a good year. Zach Martin is probably going to be Zach Martin, but like, one of five... Yeah. Yeah, I there's not much else to say about them. They'll be they'll be better once Michael Gallup gets back, but not looking forward to it, but losing Cedric Wilson hurts more than it would have. Oh yeah, James Washington had that preseason injury. Yeah. But yeah, uh so we're gonna get into our next game. I, I think we all gave our picks, right? I ranted yeah. it for a little too long. About Jerry Jones that I forgot. But, Michael, we're going to let you start this rant because you you get at least 30 seconds. Actually, do we want to give him a minute, Austin? Do we want to give him a minute? I don't Uh, think you do. I I think I want to now even more. I'll I'll give you as much time as you want to to bring up your anti-Russell Wilson takes in all of their goodness and I'm just going to let you have the floor and I'm just going to sit here on my phone, maybe text someone and I'm just going to let you go off. Alright, so... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, they better be ready to ride because they just signed the most overrated quarterback in football to a five-year, $250 million contract. But I thought Kyler was the most overrated. No, 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 no. He just sucks. <laughs> Russell Wilson is, like, mid, but, like, gets talked about like he's Patrick Mahomes. He hasn't won a meaningful game since the Bush administration. He's never been the key piece of a good team in Seattle. All these winning teams in Seattle were because of Marshawn Lynch and a great defense. Last year, they sucked with him. Geno Smith comes in. They look about the same, maybe even a little better. DK Metcalf played better with Geno than Russell Wilson last year. And, and then Russell Wilson requests out, which isn't surprising. He goes to Denver, right? 
Denver, everyone thinks, is going to be pretty good. They still don't have a good offensive line. It might be better than Seattle's, but, like, they're by far the worst team in the AFC West. I think Russell Wilson is... Oh, I'm not going to say that. Oh, I'm not going to say that, but he is nowhere close to the... He gets talked about like he's in this Brady, Rodgers... Mahomes Allen bucket and he's a lot closer to like the Kyler Murray bucket. He has he is historic. It's it's been shown you can go back look last three, four seasons. He starts off well. When teams start taking away these over the top throws and make him read a defense and make him make check downs and make progressions, he can't do it. His wheels aren't there anymore like they used to be, which used to bail him out to a degree. That's not there anymore either. I think that this trade in three or four years will be one of the worst trades in NFL history. I don't see them ever reaching the playoffs with Russell Wilson. And it was just a desperate last grab by Denver to make something relevant happen. You know, Mike, I I know several people right now, if they were listening, would show up at your door tomorrow and give you a a laundry list on why (laughs) you are wrong and they're going to run you out of town and... That's okay. Well, I, I, I was on the, I was on the fence about this take. I think Pete Carroll is one of the most overrated coaches in football. Obviously, analytics didn't support that, but like, he did lose them a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, Russell Wilson threw a pick. Let's get that. Who out called of the way. play? Who threw who, the bad? Who ball? called the play? <laughs> I could do this all day. Who? Who, who threw the bad you ball? You wouldn't have had the opportunity to throw the bad ball if the coaching staff called a competent play. You think Brady's throwing a pick there? No, Brady would throw it 30 feet in the stance if he even saw something remotely close to what he saw. <laughs> Rodgers? Not no, the Rodgers. They'll there. just kick a field goal. Allen's probably just running Josh it. Josh Allen's in the end zone. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Matt LaFleur's kicking a field goal in that situation. Come on now. Like, genuinely, what has Russell Wilson achieved without Marshawn Lynch in the Legion of Boom? Uh, Ciara. Valor. <laughs> I, I guess. That, 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 that is a valid answer. He did achieve that without Marshawn Lynch. He, he did go, yeah. Uh, playoff win over the Eagles. Sad face. So, a playoff win? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Didn't Marshawn Lynch play in that game and score a touchdown? All right, he, now I got He did, but I think I really remember DK Metcalf just imposing his will all over our team. <laughs> okay, so now that we know that Mike is uh, on the Seahawks for the spread, um, I think this is another game that boils down to quarterback play. While Russell Wilson is not the greatest, I think he is better than what the Seahawks are going to put out there. Um, yeah, that, that's that's about it. Oh, wait. This might get even better than I thought. Yeah. Did he score twice? Hey, Marshawn Lynch he scored, scored twice, in that game. He? he scored once, but he also was their third leading receiver. Oh, no. Shocker. You know, one day we're going to have to just do a Russell Wilson podcast so you could explain everything. Maybe we'll have guests on that could question you, you know, 
<laughs> that that believe more in Russell Wilson than me and uh, Ralph do because I, I know we're not all the way there. Uh, we're we're kind of we're kind of settled in the middle somewhere in that department. So like I don't think us asking the questions would be uh, great of a benefit as someone who is a true Russell Wilson believer asking the questions as to the hows and whys and everything about that. But I have the Broncos too. I think they're just the better team. I think Russ, you have to admit, even though Russ isn't as, you know, up there as we think he is in the first half, he shreds like he he does. And he's Devontae Williams. Um, That's all I'm going to say. With that being said, like, Seattle's not very good. But they're going to be so fired up to play this game after Russell Wilson quit on them. Also, shout out Seattle for using their first draft pick after Russell Wilson left, the one that they traded for on an offensive lineman after not giving him an offensive lineman his whole tenure in Seattle, basically. They gave gave him Ethan Postich in, like, what, round two, round three, a couple years back? They they did trade for Dwayne Brown. Yeah, they did do that. Uh, but like, what else? In like a you know, as long as run he had in Seattle, two offensive linemen as a noteworthy additions, eh, not good. But I, I I digress. We're gonna go to our lock of the week. I think we could just go over this simple. I think we kind of I think we kind of discussed it. Yeah. I went Eagles. I think they win by. A good bit more than the spread of four. I think they at least put up a touchdown on them, maybe even more. Maybe even ten, at least. I think it could go even higher. I think if the neutral pass rate for the Eagles is anything like it was in the early season and Jalen Hurts can throw the football, A.J. Brown is going to have an absolute field day and the Eagles are going to run away with it. Um, Point of clarification here. So we have our best bet, which is... Um, or our bet of the week, which is we have a we're going to determine a forfeit for that. Are we doing any kind of like wager for the season picks as we well can. as lock? We, of the we week? could discuss that at a later date. We, okay, we we could do it before week one. I I I think I think it's one or the other. I think we have to choose between. I mean, we could do both and just make the separate like the lock of the week. I think set, a like, lock of the week would have to be extremely small thing or we have to do that as a main thing and the this the overall picks is a small thing but i don't think that would be no i like overall picks is like our our main point and the lock of the week well, is just like yeah. a smaller thing but anyway with that uh my lock of the week is the colts i think they shred the texans i don't think it's even close i mean i can get on board with that i don't i don't find any fault in that I just, it's the Texans. It feels like a safe bet, right? <laughs> it feels safe on paper. Mike, why don't you tell us about the Ravens a little bit? All right, and we have lost Mike. <laughs> okay, well... His mic died again. Oh, it did. Um, well, I guess... Well, I guess we'll... But anyway, we can, we can kind of uh, point, put this one out there for Mike... Um, pretty self-explanatory. His lock of the week is the Ravens. He is huge on Lamar. I like that pick for him as well. The Jets and shambles um, against the Jets. That that doesn't seem like a it's a that, that that's a no-brainer there. Um, but yeah. So, Prasik, you want to lead us yeah. off with the bet of the Speaking week? Speaking of that game, 
I have... Oh, I gotta explain the format first. So we're doing a leaderboard format for bet of the week. So say someone puts a plus 100 bet. I'll just go with the money line because that's probably gonna be the easiest one that comes out to plus 100 some of these weeks. You'll get 100 points and then we'll tally it up at the end. If you put a minus bet, like minus 115, you'll get 85 points. So the longer the longer shot your bet is, the more points you're gonna get paid off for it. We still have to fit, finalize the rules in the forfeit, but we thought he'd bring it to you week one, so we get started on the leaderboard. We, we got to iron a couple of things out, but I'm going to go with Elijah Moore anytime touchdown. It's plus 230 on DraftKings. Uh, I believe we agreed to just play the best odds because we didn't really care uh, after after a, a lengthy discussion this morning when I wasn't about that, but uh, <laughs> I, I changed my tune. So I, I it's, it's higher on FanDuel. I know that for sure. I think it's in the 250s, 260s range on FanDuel. Yeah, DraftKings kind of chopped their TD scoring uh, yeah, they, odds they really this year. Did. I think Fandle did, especially for the Thursday night game. The odds didn't look good when I looked at it. But, I mean, Elijah Moore was one of the best wide receivers. I believe in fantasy scoring, he was wide receiver three through those last weeks there. I, I forget exactly what weeks they were off the top of my head. I know it was like a three, four-week span where he was just absolutely dominant and you know showed us what he could do then he got hurt sadly at the end of the year and couldn't finish it out but absolutely i believe at least maybe one of those games was zach wilson but they were with flacco and mike white and elijah moore was just torching everyone i like him against the Ravens secondary i know marlon humphrey's there but i don't know if he's gonna guard elijah moore all that much i don't know where he's gonna play he could play outside he could play in the slot but i like the value i like elijah moore to score an anytime touchdown at Plus two thirty. Love the talent. Don't love the situation, but I like the quarterback situation. If that makes sense for week one, I think Joe Flacco, or if Mike White comes and saves the day, who knows? That they'll be looking early and often for Elijah Moore as the top target on this Jets offense. And I think two thirty for the number one option in an offense, no matter the offense, is value. And I'll take the value here. I I have to imagine that he sees a lot of Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, I, I still like Elijah more. I, I I don't mind it either. I, I was just thinking... Even if it happens like, in garbage time. You probably, see, you probably see a lot of Marcus Peters on Garrett Wilson outside, right? I mean, that's if... I don't know I don't know where they're going to... I didn't watch much Jets in the preseason. I, I don't think that's a penalty of me, perhaps, but Elijah Moore can do both, so... Um, I'll get my best bet out of the way. I just think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to stomp the uh, Washington Commanders. Commanders. That's going to take some getting used to still. Yep. <laughs> Almost said football team. Uh, Commanders. Um, I have no respect for Washington, especially without Chase Young. So I'll take the Jaguars as a dog. I, I think they have a real nice year this year. A lot of momentum going their way. It's a dog pick week one. Maybe the dogs will be barking. Maybe. I mean, we were all in on the Jaguars plus two and a half, so I feel like money line isn't that much of a stretch for any of us. I feel like it's a nice opportunity to put some points on the bird. On the Yeah, on the bird. On the board early. On the bird, On the baby. bird, baby. Woo! On the board early. Um, one thing I wanted to go back to 
your pick, Ryan. Um, the last time Elijah Moore had Joe Flacco as his starter, he went eight for 141 in a touchdown. Yeah, so. I, I knew it was up there. I knew I knew he I knew he posted some <laughs> that line because I started him in DFS with a with a 62 exactly. yard touchdown. Was, was that against so, Indy? He scored uh, no, another one against Indy too. So, um, yeah, that le- that come down to me for my best bet. It does. So uh, this. As soon as I saw, as I remembered what games were going this week, I immediately went to Carolina, and my best bet is a little same game parlay, parlay two leg action, Baker Mayfield eleven plus rushing yards, and Carolina. I bought the spread up to two and a half rather than one and a half to get it a little juicier um, at plus two twenty odds. Um, I think, I think Baker's going to see some see some pressure um, and get forced to scramble a couple times. On his career, he averages like three attempts per game. And last year, the Browns defense gave up like four and a half per carry. Um, so I like my chances there. Yeah, we, we have to <laughs> finalize the rules of this. I, I know we, we did a terrible job of that today, especially me. But when, when you look for bet of the week, you're going to see a lot of money line. You're going to see well, – well, well, We'll chop it down on the parlays. We'll see what we'll do with those. You're going to see a lot of anytime touchdowns. And as the season wears on and, you know, people built up leads, you're going to be seeing some first TD scores in there. I I could account for that. <laughs> That'll be a way to make up massive ground. And we'll probably do some alt spreads too. I mean, for the biscuit. alt spreads is a good way to make up ground. I mean, it's going to have to happen with at least one of us. So, Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to my friend Owen. He uh, put together a little leaderboard shout for us for this. So it'll be... Uh, he will. Uh, he has it all set up for us. I'll share it with you guys after the pod. Exactly. Um, and facts. Um, so shout out Big to him. Facts. Uh, that'll be fun to keep track of. And then obviously we said we will decide on a forfeit whenever it is. Who knows if it's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm against tattoos. We'll just say that now. I don't think we're going to do anything. We're not going to do anything. No, for, no, maybe no. like a, a spicy food challenge. Something like that. Something's. Something that we could all agree on that doesn't, you know, have permanent ink or anything on our bodies or something like that. Or, you know, damage, like doing something yeah. stupid stunt. But, well, it'll, it'll probably be some spicy food. <laughs> or a food challenge. I was I was bringing that up as a forfeit for our league, our home league. I am here. We got we to gotta decide on that as well. I got to, instead of paying for the trophy... That's just a that's just a stupid forfeit. I'm sorry. It's so bad. <laughs> we got yeah. gotta do something fun. Uh, oh, what was it? My Thanks, friend who I who I helped draft uh, last weekend. His his punishment, I think, I forget what the other half was. I'll, I'll update you next week. I'll have to text him again. But one half of it was they had to go to a, a stand up comedy show and perform live stand up comedy. Yo, I feel like we get to get a whole group of us together. That'd be pretty metal. That'd, that'd be hype. That wouldn't be good for me. <laughs> I'd, I'd be shredded. But anyway, anything to close us out here, guys? Um, it's week one. We know nothing. I know one thing. Facts. If you have a strong lean somewhere, go. With I know it. one thing. We made it. Yeah, what's up? That's true. We made, we made it. it, and uh, best of luck to everyone in. DFS, whether it's Survivor Pools, whether it's week-long. Maybe we can put out a weekly DFS. I mean, we could do at least something like that, or we could, you know, 
I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. I, I, I would really like to do something for the Millie tomorrow, because that's going to be a big one. I believe there's still a lot of spots in that. Sounds good. Maybe we'll do a tweet. I, You know I've been big into my research of this slate, so... Hopefully that cash on DP World yes, Tour Golf tonight. <laughs> Fun some of that, but I mean, yeah, we've made it. Best of luck to everyone's teams, everyone's team, everyone's real team season, everyone's fantasy team seasons, and I just hope it's another great year. And uh, I think we're gonna be in for it. I don't know if it's gonna top last year's playoffs though. That's a that's a high bar to ask. But anyway, if my team makes the playoffs, it tops yeah. it. But anyway, that does it for myself, Austin, and Mike, and we will see you next week. Be sure to follow us each on social media. I will tag us all in the description of the show, and I will promote it on Twitter. And, you know, we'll see you guys next time on the Week 2 show where we're going to, I guess, do some recapping. Goodness, I, I'm, I'm not going to get used to that. But Peace. See yous. Good boy.